989-0180. Please press 1 to speak. Again, dial in 347-989-0180. You can reach us on the internet at www.blogtalkradio.com backslash Queen Mother for real. And listen to the show live. You can also contact us on Facebook at Provocative Thoughts, HD Community Organization. Tonight's topic, Hoop Street, then and now. We have guests, ex-gang members from the 49th of Hoop Street gang, both. First off, uh, we should start with our first guest. Uh, who do we have first? Hello? Who do we have? Mark? What's your name? Mark? There's a chef on our new. Okay. Give me one. Well, both of them are on. Both of them might okay. arrive. Okay. Who do we have? Who, who do we have on? Hello? Can you hear me? Just listening, not participating. Okay. That's not an ex-gang member. Right. Oh. Which one is that? Two six seven or two one five? That's um, I don't know what that is. That was eight two one five eight seven nine. I didn't press number one. Okay. Okay. Well, she's now on the board. Okay, I see. Two six seven. Well, to two six seven five six seven, uh, it's just speak. It's who? I guess they, I can guess they're just listeners. Go ahead, Carlton. Okay. All right. Again, we're gonna this is a continuation from last week's show about why individuals, youth, choose to join a gang. We have a. Uh, we're expecting some ex-gang members from the 49th and Hoop Street gang to call in and share their experience from their early uh, years before they were in a gang, what caused, what encouraged them to be in a gang, what they learned from being in a gang or unlearned after that gang experience. As a continuation of, we were speaking last week, we didn't have enough time to get through with some of the uh, discussion, the general reasons why uh, for gang membership, identity, protection, fellowship, intimidation. Carlton, Mark is on. 
We have Mark from uh, 49th and Hoop Street. Welcome, Mark, to the provocative thought. Hello. Hello. Yes, Mark. Yeah, this is Mark. Yeah. yeah good How you doing, Good afternoon. I'm good, Carl. How you doing, buddy? Um, okay. Yeah, yeah. I used to be a, a gang banger back in the day. You know what I mean? But uh. I thank God today that I don't live like that no more, you know. For those who uh, knew me, but they used to call me monster, right? And, uh, you know, I was lost. I was lost. When I say, you know, I was mentally lost. And, you know, until I found, you know, the God of my understanding, right, which is not a religious thing. I ain't going to get into all that, but I just had to find the God of my understanding. And he instilled in me a, uh, a lot of things that I didn't have today. But um, I would just like to say a little bit about me, you know, um, at the age of 15, you know, I started hanging around guys, you know, older than me, and I got into a lot of different things, right? Matter of fact, I ended up um, in jail at a young age. And um, from that, you know, from that path, I continued to, you know, to walk down that path, and I continued to get in things and, uh, you know, and, um, you know, just all kinds of things that wasn't healthy, you know. And um, but I began to, um, you know, get, you know, got a lot of, you know, bumps and bruises, you know what I mean? And then even even with that, you know, you can go through some things in life and you still don't get it, you know, until I began to, um, like I said, you know, I started to accept, uh, you know, uh, some spirituality in my life, you know. Today, I don't live like that, you know. Uh, I try to um, set an example for this younger generation and, uh, and I say that the only thing you can do is live by example. You know, I, you know, I remember talking to a guy last week about this uh, black-on-black, um, you know, um, crime, you know. And one of the things is, is that um, we're going to help someone. We got to, we first of all, we got to be that light. We got to help ourselves. You can't help no one until you help yourself. You know what I mean? And I began to start getting my life together through the grace of God, right? And as I was speaking with this guy last week, I didn't know that a lot of this young generation – they don't think for tomorrow. They don't think for the future. You know, like my grandmom always told me, if you want a little something, you put a little something away. You know, and, I, and as I begin to talk to this young fella, I come to find out that, you know, they don't care about the future. You know what I mean? I'm not saying all of them, but the ones that I talk to, they don't care about getting old, you know, and it's sad. You know, and, um, you know, so what I got, you know, you got to pray for them, you know, and, and the ones that you can get through, you can't give up on. Yeah, you don't get brother. And and you know one of the things I found out is that you know you you hear you see you hear this um what they got now and it's called Black Black Lives Matter. I mean there's nothing wrong with Black Lives Matter, but how can you protest all around the country about Black Lives Matter? You know what I'm saying? But yet you killing each other up every day. You know I I don't get that. You know and and as I was speaking to the young man, you know and I was saying you know it takes a cop to kill one of us for us to protest and say black lives matter. I think we should do that as anyone kill, you know what I mean? A, a person in our neighborhood, because, you know, you know, we talking about a people, you know what I mean? A people as a whole. And, 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 and from talking to the brother, you know, there's enough matter to these young kids today. And I, and I'm, and I'm hoping that I can get through maybe one or two. And if that one or two, I can get through, they can lead by example. Because, so, you know, like, wait, what you saying, Carl? So I'm, I'm going to ask you a question. When you were an uh, active gang member, did you see a future for yourself, or did you think that you might die in the uh, gang culture? When I couldn't hear you, what you say? 
when you were an active gang member, did you see the light at the end of the tunnel, or did you think that you might die of in that gang culture and that lifestyle? Well, well, I in, in a way, see, because the way I was brought up, I, I, I was brought up under. Well, the question is, no, I didn't see any light at the end of the tunnel, but but at some point, I did see some light because I had a family that was close knit and that was a kin family. So you know, like like my grandma always told us, you know, you know, you stay away from people, you know, what I mean, that's going to get you in trouble. So there was some type of hope because you know when we went home, you know, I believe it's what you learned outside of your family is is would get you into a lot of stuff that's not healthy. Because it wasn't taught in my household. My grandmom and them always taught us a family that stays together, prays together, and a family that wants something, you got to work towards it. So at that time, no, I seen hope and I didn't. And a lot of it had to do with me hanging out with guys that wasn't up to no good. Right. So what? Uh, why would? Why? Why did you make that choice to to hang out with the gang? Well, like that's like 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 today. Why I see some of these youths. You know, like the question is, is that do you have, do you got a choice? You know, uh, then I had a choice, but I wanted to, you know, I wanted to be like somebody else. In other words, I actually was searching for identity, you know, so I wanted to be like the next person. I never really wanted to be me. I wanted to be like somebody else. And you find that that same problem occurs today in, in, um, in, in, you know, in the society. We, we, we have to set positive role models and those role models back then were the role models I chose. I wanted to, you know, be a gang member. Be, you know what I mean? I remember seeing them smoking cigarettes. I wanted to smoke cigarettes because they looked cool, you know? Okay, so, so it was attractive. Yeah, yeah. A lot a lot of it is peer pressure and some of it is, is, is being is, is, is being accepted, you know? And, and, and I believe for, for me, it took me you know, uh, uh, going through a couple of incarcerations, and 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 uh, and, and and being able to, uh, before I became to my conscious mind, right, I had to go through some bumps and bruises. You know, what I'm saying in and out of institutions. You know, and then I began I began to see that there there's something greater than what I was seeing. Uh, that was more more role models positive than the ones that I was seeing. You know what I mean? Right. Because mostly. The role models in my neighborhood was were gangbangers, you know, and you know, like I'm not gonna call no names, but we come up from Hoop Street, and and, and Hoop Street was was a uh, was a gang that we fought everybody in West Philadelphia, you know what I mean? So that so it was more or less out of you know out of excitement and wanting to be something other than yourself. Okay. I don't know how Carlton I, I, Carlton Tyrone is on the line also. Your other guest is on the line too, Tyrone. Okay. Um, Okay, right after Mark finishes the story, we're going to be like, who's on the deck? Um, is that Carl, Roscoe, or June? With June? Is June on there? No, it's Tyrone. Tyrone, okay. All right. All right, we're going to see next. There's something to hold on. Okay. All right, go ahead, Mark. All right, yeah, so, uh, you know, and, and, and that's the bottom line, you know. Uh, you know, like today, I choose, I choose a different role today, Carlton. You know, um, I, you know, and, and and the question is, is that right? You know, like you had asked me, you know, what I'm saying, how did the change come about? And I and I think what the change came about was was um, that my values, my values have changed, and my outlook on life has changed. So, you know, I began to um, 
questioning my old values, and and I seen that my old values got me into institutions and got me, you know, always, you know, like trying to uh, get out of situations. So, you know, I try not to think like that no more. You know, I try to be, you know, I, I believe a man, a man is is what he thinks. You know, so as he thinks, so is he. And and, right. and today, I try to think positive, and not only think positive, I try to put it in action. You know. Right. Not thinking and putting it into action. I just don't think about it. I think about it, and then I, you know, I, 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 I you know, check go over it, and if, and if something worthwhile trying, I'll do it. I believe you got to think before you act. Alright. Okay, so we want to um, I want to thank you. And hold on, can he leave Mark open? Uh, can you give me Tyrone now? The show is still going on. I can just hold on, right? Yes, sir. You just hold on. Okay. Tyrone is on. Tyrone mic is hot. He can speak. Tyrone. Hello. Welcome to the Vocative Start. Hello. Oh, uh, his call dropped. Go ahead with um. Mark, you still there? Yeah, I'm still here. Yeah. Okay. All right. So. In terms of, I see you. I see you name two uh, things: identity and uh, attraction. Because um, we live in a society that that glorifies violence. Is that right? You agree with that? That's right. So, with gang culture, is is a very violent culture. So, if if you live in a, a culture, a dominant culture that glorifies violence, it's, I can see why a, a individual would be attracted to gang culture easily. Uh-huh. Pretty much. Violence. And, and and that's what I think it stems for. It stems from it's what you it's what you are, you know, uh, introduced to. And sometimes, right. you know, a lot of these kids are introduced to the wrong thing. Some are introduced to the wrong thing. So I, I, I believe that, that we as you know, we as uh, uh, uh you know like the older guys and the guys that have experience and things, I think we 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 can't just say, well, okay, we got ours, you know, they got to get there. I think we got to live by example, and we got to set um, some goals, you know what I mean? And one of the things is that um, you know, I was training some of the kids in boxing, and that's one of the things I would like to start doing again, to start getting some of these kids and start to get them in the gym. And it starts with, you know, the small things, you know what I mean? Then one thing leads to another. You know, um, like I said, you know, I'm, you know, I was an active game member. Today, you know, I'm a, you know, Clean and sober person, I, I you know I'm a, I'm a church member, and uh, you know I'm involved in um, advisory council down at Mill Creek, which right. uh, we, which we do. We have meetings every um, every other Thursday, and we talk about things that we want to have in the community. So you know you got to get involved. You know I believe right. it starts with us, you know, and it's going to end with us. You know what I mean? Right. So you have to understand these. Huh? Okay. We have to think Tyrone's back. Let's see if we can grab Ty. Tyrone, welcome to Provocative Start. I guess he's shy. No, he ain't shy. Um, that time. Is that Tyrone short? Tyrone short. Oh, that's it. That's time. Is he, is he, yeah, can he hear? Is he hooked up? I don't know. He should be speaking if he was. Uh... Can he? Whoever's the nine eight three, Mike is hot. Two six seven nine. Mike is hot. Nine eight three. Number nine eight three. Welcome to the Bob to the Sword. 
That's the number you gave me.
Trying to uh, see if this uh, this phone is working uh, uh, properly. My mom, I'm gonna let you know if we can't hear. Oh, okay. Uh, you know, like I said, the last time I called in, uh, I, I I couldn't give my full attention to the program. You know, right. and uh, this time, uh, you, you know, I'm able to like listen and, and try to elaborate on some of the stuff that that was going on. And uh, personally, I want to just. Uh, uh, I'll go back to uh, the beginning of my life being introduced to uh, uh, a gang. You know, right. I, I I remember like uh, uh, wanting to be a part of something, but I didn't know exactly what I was really wanting to be a part of. I knew I wanted to be a part of something good, but I didn't know what. And I remember my brothers and them joining the gang before I did. Right. And I wanted to like be with them, so the desire to be with them was a desire to be a part of a gang because they was already from this gang before I was. Right. And I remember like going down there to hang with them to join the gang. Right. And this guy was stolen, and he was walking a certain way, and I didn't understand the behaviors. Of gang war members then I had to have been no more than about eight or nine And They they started fighting this guy And beating him up for, for nothing And and I looked at that I was like wow They hitting, they beating this guy up for nothing Man you know And and then I said I don't know I'm not going to be able to, to Hang with these guys They doing something that I don't want to do You know But I, I remember a person saying to me from the gang that if I didn't participate in the behaviors that I couldn't come down in no more. Right. And and I thought about that. When I went home that night, I said to myself, I said, I don't think I'm going to be able to be a part of this gang because they beating people up for nothing, you know? Right. And, you know, as time went on, I still wanted to be around my brothers. So eventually, I got over that thing and joined the gang. But I can look back and see that I never had a really desire to do wrong. I was trying to fit in. And at some causes that was, that I didn't like, at, at, cause, at certain causes that would harm people. But today I know the difference between fitting in what's right and fitting in what's wrong. Right. You know, but, uh, I, you know, now and then, um, then it was really a growing process. You know, I was trying to uh, find myself and find out who I, who I was as a, a little boy. You know, and what desires did I really want to be about? But as I hung around this gang, I I, I draw the desires of of gang war members. Right. You know, and eventually, like uh, 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 my brother was, you know, it took me down a road that was uh, jails, institutions. 
you know, and at some point I realized through through going to jail that that, that was a place that I didn't want to be. Right. It, just, well, so I found out I didn't want to harm people and, and, and joining the gang. I, I didn't want to go to jail. And I found out later on because it was the behavior, the decisions that that put me in uncomfortable situations. Right. You know, and, and today I can say that the decisions that I make now are more healthy for me. Right. Not that I make make healthy decisions all the time, because I can easily make a wrong decision and it it won't take me long to get out of it now. You right. know, today I'm living a lot more better than I ever lived. Right. You know. Uh, I just want to thank, man, uh, uh, you for having a show to even talk about uh, uh, attitudes and behaviors of, uh, of back in the day and, 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 and up to date. Right. Uh, up to date. You right. know? Um, right now, today, man, I, 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 I'm, helping, I'm helping this young guy. I'm mentoring this young guy for my uh he has a little mentor uh, thing going on. And, um, you know, all I'm doing is giving him my experience, strength, and hope. You know, allowing him to, to understand the mistakes that I made, you know, he don't have to make the same one. Right. You know, I ain't got a lot to say right now, but uh, I just needed to call in to share. Okay, well, know, hold on. And if there anybody from the listening audience want to ask you guys a question, you know, they can call in that. You know, I was, uh, Cameron, uh, when I was a kid, my grandmother used to hold us, uh, struck us, and put us on the floor, told us to keep our heads down because the guys was all gang on outside. They didn't want us to get shot by state bullets or things like that, you know. And, you know, that that began my experience with uh, gang culture. They ain't on the floor. That's, I, that's my first. That's how I remember it uh, vividly as a young uh, four or five year old kid. They ain't on the floor. My grandma, uh, don't put your head up. And you can hear the, you can hear all the noise outside. You can hear you know, yelling and bottles and you know everything going on, the fighting and stuff like that. But keep your head down. You know, so quiet, safe. You, know, you guys had that experience. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I I I've had to, you know, if something wrong was going on, my mom would uh, would make us, you know, uh, you know, go in there in, in one room together and shut up, and don't say nothing. You right. know, uh, I, I I remember man like like when wrong wrong showing up, and I was afraid, you know, to uh, to be a part of it, and that's what I see with. What happened? Like the caller was saying the other week, that some things start at home, and I, you know, I, I, like I said, I couldn't agree with, I couldn't agree with that because my, my mom and my father, boy, they were strict on us. Mark and Jake, they were strict on us. But when wrong showed up outside of the house, we right. had to make a decision under the desire to do wrong. I guess was so great because we wasn't used to doing wrong, you right. know. Um, but not not that it was great in a sense to want to do wrong, 
the wounds that was, that were showing up in our life seemed to be what the word we was using out of sight, or it seemed to sound good. Right. It seemed to be dressed up to look nice and sound nice. Right. You know. So the packaging system, gang culture. That's what you're talking about. You know, those are the things that I understand today that I fell for. The, 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 the misinformed information, the dressed up wrong things that sounded good and looked good. You know, and I thank God that I can make a, a, a sound decision based on my experience of my past. Okay, well, so you volunteer for gang warfare also. You, gang, you volunteer for gang culture because it was cool, right? It was attractive. Yep. So volunteer, and regardless of the uh, the level of violence that was being perpetrated, um, it still was attractive. Yes. Yeah. Right. Hey, yeah. Hello? Is, is June on? Is June coming on? June, is he on? Put him on. I'm asking, is he, is he, uh, is he uh, going to be on the show? Oh, he should be. If he calls, he'll be on. Oh, okay. And what about Brother Roscoe? Roscoe, if he calls, he'll be on the show. Okay. They both contacted me, said they'd be calling. Yeah, I was listening. I was listening to Brother Ty, you know, speaking, uh, you know, about the different things. Basically, that's that's what it's about. We we, we have to um, we got to be a part of that. You know, we can't stand on the sidelines and you know and and watch and watch these kids, you know, kill one another. We got to you know be a part of the problem, a part of you know of the solution. Right. You know, we we just come off a trip last week where we took we took about. 35, 40 kids with us. We went out to a retreat up in upstate right. New York, and we had a ball up there. You know, so you know that's that's some of the things you got to put in put in action. Right. And I was I was you know like really blessed to be a part of that. You know. And so that was at the Westville Creek Community Council. No, no. Uh, well, um, it was a it was a men's retreat, right? Uh, that Redeemer. Redeem attack, redeem attack, Tabernacle Church gives every year. Okay. That's with me, Tone, Brother Roscoe, Mordecai, and we go every year on a retreat. But right. like, we just try, try to start doing things on a daily basis so we can, um, you know, like try to, you know, give back to the community. You know, not just in our neighborhoods, but just, you know, even if you see a brother on the street, you know, you stop and let's, you know, talk to him, let him know you, you know, let him know that there's hope. You know what I mean? Because a lot of these young brothers still hopeless, man. You know, they don't feel like, you know, they don't look like I was saying earlier. They, they don't look for tomorrow. You know, they, they, look, they look like, you know, there's no way out. You know, because one time I, I felt that way. You know, I didn't know it was life outside of Hoop Street. You know what I mean? And sometimes we end up in the wrong places. You know what right. I mean? We find I have out a question. Life. I have a question for the brothers. Can I ask them a question, Yeah, sure. Uh, This is Kenny Jones. I have my own show on Tuesday evening 
and uh, uh-huh. and, 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 and I run the uh, uh, beat. Um, I have a question. Can we evolve without them giving up? They can, if they give up the violence, are able to keep their color or Kenny. their structure? Can they? Can, you think they can get involved in today's struggle? So we got a lot of struggle going on. Mm-hmm. All right. So what did you say, Kenny? You think they can give a, can they be the modern-day Black Panthers? Can they be the modern-day warriors? Can they be the modern-day freedom fighters for our race? Oh, the ex-gang members? No, current gang members. If they put down their arms. Oh, current. And, oh, of course. And, and, yeah. It just changed their way of thinking. Consciousness. Yeah. Definitely. Okay. Well, that's that's exactly what this is uh, about too. Too. That's some of the things we try to address. Uh, 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 oh, right. Share our experience. Our experience of uh, what it was to be a gang a gang member, and and what it, how 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 is it to, you know to be? They call. Not I'm gonna call back in, right? Cause my mom went up line. I'm gonna call back in. Okay. All right. All right. Yes, sir. Yeah, you know, um, the, what the brother was saying is how do we help the, the gang, the young gang members of today? And the only thing that I, I know for sure is to share our experiences of what it was to be a gang war member and what it is not to be a gang war member. You know, it's a it's a it's a falsehood, man. It's a it's a thing that uh, you know, that you you fall. You fall in the trap of peer pressure of of the people that you hang around. I didn't understand the importance of how peer pressure plays a part in your life. Right. You know, it means the people that you hang with or be around. Whatever they're doing, if you hang around them long enough, you're going to start doing what they do. Amen to that. That's exactly that's what been my, That's been my human experience. Right. That's been an understanding that allowed me to understand what peer pressure means. You know, since you mentioned peer pressure, I just want to bring up uh, one thing in particular uh, in terms of peer pressure. Um, how did you come to the term, the idea that it was okay for you to run into somebody that's shooting at you? Run towards them. I do <laughs> that. You know what? Uh, when you said that, I look back. I look back at myself and 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 try to understand the frame of mind that I was in, and the desire to prove to the peers that I was the man or the bad guy or being a part of man, being accepted. I wanted to let you know I wasn't scared of nothing. I didn't understand what I was truly doing. I wanted to prove to somebody or anybody, for that matter, that I wasn't scared. And the reality of it, that I was I was scared. I just didn't know how to show it. Fear running your life. Fear, fear. 
to be rejected by your peers. So you will show up to do things that you normally wouldn't do. Hello? To fit in. You hear me? Um, okay. Carlton, Carlton, you yeah. have a lot of calls that are on hold, but they don't. They did not press one. So okay, I don't, don't worry about it. Don't press one. Oh, John Plum is about to call in in a few minutes. That's one of the numbers I gave you. So just look out for him. Yeah. Okay. All right. John is um. Okay, I got John number. Uh, okay. he have a call there. Yeah, but you got a lot of a lot of people on hold. But they got to press one if they want to be involved in the conversation, or I'm not going to okay. put them on. Okay. Right? Call it. If you want to speak, please press one. So I could cue okay. them in. All right. So, uh, Todd, you still there? Yeah, I'm still here. So the desire to uh, fear pressure or the desire to uh, identify with the uh, gang culture, you, you wish your life to do that. Yes. That's Oh, yeah. you, oh, ignore, yeah. you ignore the risk of death. Through, through, through ignorance of, through ignorance, not knowing what I was really putting myself into. Right. What, the desire to want to prove to somebody else wouldn't allow me to see the danger. Right. Or even if I'd seen some of the danger... I just want to let you know that I am a true gang war member. I'm damn. <laughs> you know, I looked at my life and the desires that led me to wanting to be a part of wrong was fear. Right. Fear of being rejected. Right. Afraid of nobody uh, uh, accepting me, wanting to be a part of. Right. I wanted to be known as one of the Bad boys from Hoop Street, <laughs> you know. Man, I didn't understand. I was a little boy when I joined the gang. Hey, but hey, I, so but this is piggyback on a bad boy uh, kind of concept. Uh, this culture kind of uh, glamorizes bad boy in uh, the media and in uh, film industry and things and in, in community to a certain extent. It's kind of a glamorous type of uh Relationship, we got that kind of love relationship with bad boys. Do you agree to that? Yes. Listen, we did it, but not on the scale that they're doing it on. We did it within the realms of uh, of the gang related uh, 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 members. We we wanted to show each other who was this, but their stage, as time went on, became a wider stage through. Through, through music, through rapping, right. you right. know, through, through other media, even through the uh, through movies. But right. it wasn't sending a positive message. I mean, they're not sending a positive message. We saw the, all right, when we saw Cooley High, we, we saw the gang war uh, relations, and we also saw what, it, what it would happen if you stayed in it. Right. You know, that people got killed. Right. And why? You know, but now they're glorifying death, like you said. Right. They're glorifying all nonsense. Right. 
people yeah, it's, 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 as a as a, it's fashionable to take a life now. I'm just saying, right? Well, like a long time ago, it wasn't fashionable to do that. You did that. That happened. It occurred. Sometimes it, it occurred under conditions that uh, are that put your life at risk, and then it, sometimes it occurred because somebody's actually trying to kill somebody. But that wasn't all. Uh, it wasn't the same magnitude as it's occurring now. Is that right? That's you know what I seen. The gang war attitude kicked in around the gang. But when it came time to really, for me to, to, to really want to take a life, what kicked in for me was what my mom and father told me, to stay out of trouble. Right. So a lot of times when I was confronted with pulling a trigger or, or doing anything wrong, I thought about what my mom might think if I did this to somebody. You know, so I don't, I, I don't, I see this generation as not thinking like my brother was saying before they do things. I mean, we did some things not thinking before we did, but when it comes to taking a life, that's something that I, I always thought twice about. I really wanted to prove to the gang that I was. Hello? Sounds like the call dropped. All right, sir. I think his phone is a little far. Probably in his phone. Tyrone, I don't know if you can hear me, but your call has dropped, or we can't hear you. So I'm going to, if you can hear me, I'm just going to invite you to just call back. So basically, uh, Tyrone, is, uh, we're just having a conversation, because in the 70s, the level of violence uh, increased in terms of gang warfare due to the level of, of use of firearms. And I'm saying that because I see a difference in the fire, firearms of the 70s than of, say, the 80s and the 90s and now. You know, because now there's nothing. Somebody pull out an AK or an automatic uh, weapon, 11-shot uh, clip, 9-millimeter, that's like the norm now. Before, like when we were coming up, Somebody might pull out a uh, 25 automatic shotgun, you know, 22s were like rant were like everywhere. Zip guns and things like that. Now the level of violence has been mag- has been magnified by the level. All right, of- uh, Harvey, you have some people on hold. I'm gonna go to two six seven nine eight three. The brother that was on earlier, I'm going to keep him in, and I got the eight two one five eight seven nine. I'm going to keep both of them in. Okay, bring them in, brother. Okay. Yeah, Hello? talk. Sorry. Yeah, talk. Sorry about that. It's time. Right. Yeah. Hello? My face hit the phone. Go ahead. Okay. Can anybody uh, hear me? Yeah, we have a call. Ty. Hold, hold, hold up, Ty. I think somebody want to ask you a question. Yeah. Hello? Yeah. yeah. Hi, I just have one question for Tyrone. I just wanted to know, is there a Hoop Street gang still in in Philadelphia today, or has that dissolved? That that has been dissolved. We what we what we do is we have a for the guys who survived that that era 
and we come together and talk about how blessed we are today. Uh-huh. You know how many members were in that gang back then? Ah, I, I I really couldn't count. It was a lot of them. We went around and we 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 turned other neighborhoods and, and made them a part of us. So it okay. was, I couldn't really count it. What was? I wonder what the youngest member was. Oh God! How old were they? Because I know one person was saying eight. Well, my brother, he was one of the youngest, and he had to be around that that age. About yeah. eight. Wow. Yeah. And the grown-ups couldn't believe when they seen him walking with us. They could not believe <laughs> that he was a part of it. So. How did your parents, when they found out that you and your brother were in this gang, like what was, what? How did they handle that? What did they do? How did they persuade you to get out of that lifestyle? Well, to be honest, my mom had to get out and work. She couldn't really uh, uh, keep up with the friends. What she saw. The guys that were from gangs, she didn't see them as gang members. She saw them as friends, that mm-hmm. they were our friends. And that's how they came off to my mom, as okay. friends. Never. So, Go ahead. Did Did you, like, you know how you see the bloods in the crypts, like they have a colored scarf, like one is blue and one is red. Did um, your gang member have any type of, did your gang members wear any type of, you know, special... Whatever, no. just to identify that you were in this gang. No, not not no, not like that. We were in. The, we we came up in the late sixties and the early seventies. We didn't have colors. We we identified ourselves with with uh with the uh street uh, street names. Forty ninth Street, and we would put up our fingers with a four and then make a nine sign, and that's how we would identify. Or right on walls. Okay. So you didn't want to shoot the wrong person. Like I guess if if you wear something like a like a red or a blue scarf that can kind of let you know, you know who is who. You never no. never heard anybody that w- was in your gang by mistake, did you? Never. No. Oh, okay. If anybody right. got hurt, she got hurt. <laughs> Not by no mistake. So, who were some of what were some of the names of the rival gangs that you were Encountered with during those those times. Well, it was, but, well, it was it a was, lot of them. It was a lot of them. Yes, it was. It was the name of the streets. You pick a street, and it was names of streets because gangs was associated with streets. Yeah. Okay. Names of streets. June Street, and then some was called the Moon. Uh, you know, I could name a lot of them, but these were, these were gangs, and these are gangs that we fought at times. And we we knew who they were because they, see, it was, how we identified is that you sounded out where you was from. Uh-huh. And, you know, and your, did your gang, like, a lot of times you hear about turf wars with drugs and whatnot. Like, did your gang have... Um, a specific thing, like like they might, you know, they might sell drugs in a specific area and you didn't want other gangs coming selling drugs in your area. Was there, 
what was your you know beef with people that what what did were you trying to protect or anything in my in my era in my time of of gang it was just about gang and it was the neighborhood it wasn't okay. a lot about drugs didn't come until later on but when when the gangs were just gangs it was about protect. We protected our neighborhood. You couldn't come in our neighborhood and do anything you wanted to anybody. You couldn't even talk wrong to grown-up people. And, and we and was from our gang. See, we we associated with protecting the neighborhood from anybody coming in doing wrong things. That's uh-huh. the way I see it and perspective. Did anybody in your ever. gang? Did they ever try to hurt anybody? Like, say, one of the people, a neighbor in your area, maybe they were calling the cops on you, or did you know? Did did you your gang members ever try to harm anybody in your neighborhood? I didn't, you see, that. Kinda... I didn't see that. I didn't see that type of uh, attitude. We've uh, I've seen how people was walk. We knew certain people that would call the cops. We wouldn't go around them. We wouldn't sit on their steps. We re- I think we had more respect for our uh, yeah. We had more respect for our elders than what people said. What el- what older people said. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, so it, it became a little. It became different as time went on. You know. Right. So it was but just when I was from it was different. You were just. War, gang warring with other people out of the neighborhood then, other gangs. Exactly. Exactly. So did you personally ever rob anybody or harm anybody? No. No. Never? No. You never robbed anybody? No. But other people I'm, in your I, other people in your gang, gang they did? Let me let me explain what rob means uh for the gang when I was coming up. We would ask people for change. And I remember the first guy that I asked, that I, I had to, did he have any change? And this is in the Capitol movie. I'll never forget this. On 52nd Street? Yes. I said, you got any change? And he said, no. And I said, well, all I find I can have. And he said, no. And I went to check his pockets, and he hit the hell out of me. <laughs> he, he, he knocked me so <laughs> hit me so hard. Well, I saw them little lights, them stars. I ran down the aisle, and my boys was in there and said, "What's the matter, little child?" I said, "God just sucker punched you." And I'll never forget that. That made me realize to stop searching people's pockets and asking them for change. Yeah. Okay. Well. Thanks for answering my questions. I've been enjoying, you know, everything that you guys are saying. Thank you, ma'am, for listening. All right. Take care. All right. Yeah, so the gangs of the uh, 70s, 50s, 50s, they are basically their main function is gang war. Do they rob people? Yes, right. individuals from gangs do rob people. We know that. They commit other crimes other than uh, gang war-related uh, crimes. They have so theft, uh, robbery, that's not, that's not. Yeah, it's my bare feet really. That's cold blood footprint relief. The skin on your feet is 20 times bigger. So our seven and ten points are actually centered deeply. You know, all they do is fight each other. So I'm just thinking of all the different proteins. But the most delicious way is to just add milk. 
That doesn't mean the whole gang fertilizes your house. That means the individual from the gang fertilizes your house. Because you need money to small. They pay you to the store. That's right. That's right. That's right. Somebody else got some loud stuff on in the background or something. Wait for I know someone, someone else has some stuff on in the background. We have an uh, overview of, brief overview because I'm sure we had more uh, speakers. We had all more different pieces and how they hey, stories. Let me just get. Let me just say this. Listen, you know, we need to get together and uh, try to have these talks amongst each other at the center sometimes. Oh, we can do that. You know, let's have a gathering of, of brothers from that era. And, and, and we try to mentor to some of the young people that's coming up. You know, I don't know what we want to call it, but we, we, it, it would be a session of brothers who survived the era and have something to say to help from them. Right. That's, that's, that's a definite. Okay. Yeah, Could you be surprised who, who want help? Yeah, always willing to be back. Sometimes we got to reach out. A lot of times we got to reach out to them because they don't want to reach out to, to us but they make it seem like they're weak when they ask them for help. Right. You know, and, 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 um, all the actors are 49ers. There's no actual 49ers who see game, but what I know is that some of the kids kind of like recognize old heads from the game, the gang era. So they say, what's up, old head? And they don't say that to everybody. Right, right. I, I, I see that type of uh, well, I enjoyed this 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 session this time, and uh, I was able to really uh, think about some of the things that are being said and went on in my life. And I'm going to be calling in the future, man, to try to give my support and my understanding of life uh, then and now. Right. Okay, Tommy, I appreciate you um, sharing with us today. Oh, man, I, I love you. You got that. Okay, Mark talked, so I don't know if he's still on. But I appreciate you calling in. Um, Doom Dog had called, but I don't know if he got in or not. You got to press 1 to speak, dude. I want to thank everyone for listening to the show. I want to thank Queen Mother for Real Media for allowing me to host the show. I want to encourage everyone. You will not be able to plug in, turn on, and cop out. You will not be able to lose yourself on stag and skip out for beer during commercials because the revolution will not be televised. Also, 
revolution will not be televised. The revolution will not be brought to you by the rocks and four parts without commercial interruption. The revolution will not show you reason of Nixon blowing a bugle.